What's up, fandom? My name is Josh, and today we've got a special episode. We're going to be talking about Star Trek Strange New Worlds, Episode 3, The Ghosts of Illyria. There's no the, it's just Ghosts of Illyria. We added the the for fun. Um, but joining us once again, we have the lovely and talented Mr. Bill Wolkoff. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, uh, What's Up fandom people and Star Trek people. I'm, I'm hoping more Star Trek people. Yeah. <laughs> Based on our, based on our kind of, uh, our, our listeners, it's probably Star Trek people. <laughs> I'm imagining there's, there's some out there and perhaps you'll, you'll have, maybe you'll have some more soon. Uh, Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> um, and Bill, you, uh, co-wrote this episode, episode three. I did. Uh, um, I co-wrote, uh, Ghosts of Valyria with, uh, the, uh, amazing, uh, TV and feature writer, Akela Cooper. Um, who uh, is, uh, um, uh, Kayla uh, had a very uh, well-known movie, uh, horror movie come out uh, this <laughs> this last year. Um, and uh, I was lucky to get to uh, get to work with her um, while, you know, while she was doing that also. Um, and um, uh, we were, yeah, we were assigned to, uh, uh, um, write one of the earlier season, you know, season one scripts, uh, fun fact, um, just the way, you know, uh, we, we broke the episodes in order, but the way they were written, uh, just in terms of time allocation, this wound up being the second to be written after our, our, our pilot our episode. Pilot? Oh, nice. So, so no pressure on Akela and I there. <laughs> here's the pilot. Um, here's the second episode. You better nail it, you know? Yes. <laughs> So yeah, we had that we had that terrifying moment of oh we're we're the first people to turn in uh, a script to Henry and Akiva after the pilot okay <laughs> and then the first script to go in the studio and network uh, and uh, but happily they liked it nice um, and I so we we have the pilot episode then we have our space comet episode and now you are a ghost episode so. There's probably some sort of like dead planet soon. I'm sure, maybe a uh, a space a space a space fountain. Um, I'm sure something. There'll be something else. We're making it all fun. Um, there are lots of genres we get to explore in our in in in, in this uh, in this series, which is exciting. I'm I'm, um, I'm ready for the space stand up episode. That, that sure space stand up. There'll be a musical <laughs> episode in in season three because that's just the way it usually works out. We've not had a Trek musical episode. I want you guys to be the first Trek musical episode. Like you should push for that. I'll I'll allow it, Bill. If you can you'll push allow for it. us, if you'll pay push for you know. I don't know, uh, Strange New Worlds, the music. I don't know what that would be. <laughs> Some sort of organism, I'm sure, kind of like gets inside. Everybody starts singing. Um, uh, well, I'm glad you'll, you'll allow it. Uh, it's nice to know uh, it's, uh, that Josh Kane and What's Up Fandom yeah. would, be, would be down for that. I'll call, um, I'll call Johnny and Susie Paramount and we'll make it happen. Don't worry. <laughs> um well, we're talking about a horror episode today we right are, are, episode yeah, three we'll, um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait a couple <laughs> years when we do when you know the the space musical episode comes out we'll wait a bit um, <laughs> i will say like just from the opening of this scene um because we've got the a, a nice commentary going over which is great but i like just from the opening of this scene we have the planet and then the storm 
just kind of like going off that's it's such a beautiful shot that shot at the beginning and then the shot at the end where like this the ion storm is like leaving the planet those two i'm just like man if i had like i've got a i've got an oled tv and so like i like thank you paramount for the screeners and everything but i'm ready for that to come out on like 4k blu-ray so i can just like plug that in there and have like that no latency delay oh <laughs> it's gonna look so nice when when Akela and I were were uh, writing it, um, we you know we were like, oh, it's got to be a huge you know, storm, you know, in space. Um, and uh, you know, we figured, can we get away with this? Can we do this? So we we wrote something. Uh, uh, we wrote a bunch of VFX shots, uh, and I, I kept thinking, you know, I mean, obviously we're you know this is a big show, and that Star Trek has VFX shots. Um, but I, I, uh, uh, when your head is in a, you know, TV budget, sometimes you don't imagine it's going to be as a uh, big and amazing as the VXF, VFX team pulls off. And that shot that you're referring to when, it, you know, when, when we first saw what it was, uh, my mind was blown. It was, it was, uh, the, you know, it exceeded the, the, uh, expectations of what, of what we had done on the page. Uh, and, uh, um, certainly, uh, um, uh, uh, you get the the idea of the ion storm from space <laughs> uh, uh, bleeding onto the planet. Um, so uh, uh, we're so lucky that we get to work with with uh, uh, work with work work with the teams uh, uh, on, on on this on this series. Um, they they are legacy does does the effects and uh, um, I mean just blew, blew us away with that that VFX shot. Um, so that was, that was really exciting. Um, and so the whole, the whole, like, kind of gist of the, we're, we're going to very minor spoilers because we want you to watch the episode, check it out now on Paramount plus, um, with, with this episode, I really like the Illyrians because it, like, I think we've, what we had Illyrians, like one episode, like back in like enterprise, I think it's been a while since we had any mention of Illyrians, like period. And so I just, it's it, it's nice. Like it, it kind of feels like what Strange New Worlds and something like Lower Decks is doing, where it's like, we have all of this, you know, Star Trek lore that we can just like pull stuff from. And I feel like that's, you know, kind of what, you know, Strange New Worlds is doing here with, you know, we're like, hey, we're bringing the Illyrians back. They were in like an episode of, of Enterprise where I think Archer steals their warp core and says deuces and like strands them out and, space to die and so it's like that's cool you remember that well <laughs> um so there there's that well i only because like i just recently like watched all of enterprise because i was like you know what i haven't watched enterprise in a hot minute let's watch enterprise so like that happens and then like there's you know like all the stuff that lower decks is doing just bringing anything and everything that they want to in um, so I'm hoping for deltons you know just saying deltons. We, have, we haven't had a delton since the motion picture right is that the last delton we've had well i uh no we got we got some on enterprise too and and picard there were oh. there was there was a there was some some deltons in season uh season two uh but not not a lot but there there was like a a delton scene i think uh okay. or two in, in in season two of picard but but i mean i think you you're talking full delton <laughs> yeah, I want like full Delta. I want, you know, I want motion picture Delta. Um, but but yeah, so bringing the Illyrians like 
is that something that you know you guys were like hey here's a list of stuff that you can choose from or did you know that you wanted to do something and like expand on a species that we know very little about well it's uh um part of that is from the uh the canon uh, and established history uh that's i guess would be considered non-canon but is in the you know in in the books and the comic books for um uh number one for una um and there was he was either in a uh a book or a comic book um and i forget exactly where but there was a suggestion that she might have been illyrian um and uh that was really interesting that was uh, a very interesting, and this is a spoiler for, you know, so uh, like, hopefully this will come out the day after the episode drops. So, so, uh, or uh, well, well enough, you know, after the episode drops, but uh, um, uh, um, it made a really fascinating uh, uh, backstory for, uh, for Una and, and the Illyrians at that time did not have um, a, uh, a, a, uh, uh, a lot of backstory created in in this in the canon of that Enterprise episode that you're speaking of, um, uh, other than that they had been mistreated by the Federation. So uh, that was our launching, you know, our our our, our springboard uh, for that for that story. Um, and and uh, um, it uh, uh, um, it became a, a poignant way to. Uh, uh, tell uh, a great number one story um where we we get a sense of who she is and what her you know backstory is and what her what led her into, in, into starfleet um and why she loves starfleet but why uh it's it's um it's a it's an it has ideals to aspire to but uh sometimes uh uh it needs to get to the ideals that's that that are it's not always there yet. And I think mm -hmm. that's a, 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 a great metaphor for our world today. Um, and, uh, you know, where, where, where we are today as, as, as a people that we, you know, we, we have a system that fails a lot of, a lot of the people that live within it in, in, in our, in our world. Uh, but, uh, some would say that the system is also, uh, there's good in it and, and, uh, that, uh, we can get to a better place. Um, and, uh, that was the hope that we wanted to, you know, uh, show through Una, um, and through, through her backstory as an, as an Illyrian. Yeah. Like kind of just going off of that, like there's that really good scene with like Una and Umbanga and they're talking in sick bay about like the prejudice and everything like that. Um, of like, yeah, we started like this and now like now there's prejudice towards people like with the Vulcans and everything and now Illyrians and I'm like, man, that's just a good, it's like, it, it kind of just shows like it still happens like it, it, it will continue to happen, unfortunately, and it just picks a different group of people like it could be a group of people or it could be, um, you know, Illyrians in this, this instance and it's just like, it's it's like yeah even even in the future like we've not figured everything out unfortunately so i i just i thought that was really good um i do i do like that you guys kind of made like a naked time episode like when i first watched it i was like this is like this is like strange new worlds like naked time or naked now like i was like 
that's we we've got the the thing that's infecting the crew and like some people are okay some people aren't it's like it's a race against time to see i was like i like that i thought that was i thought that was really nice um also uh, i just want to talk um the on the away the away uh team uh those jackets by the way fly like, <laughs> I haven't ha I haven't gotten to talk about the, you know the uniforms for this series like I'm loving the uniforms I love how like <laughs> they've got the little um on like on the shoulders kind of going down the arms like it's not their station what 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 would you call that like what like their job what what do you I, I don't the, know what you... the well the uh that that refers to the uh gosh you know I now yeah, I need right, to look like, at it again like... but it's well no so, well the it, uh your rank is you know oh, yeah, the, no, i mean the... i mean like on the on the shoulders like it's got oh. the uh because you know like on, on their emblem like on the on their uh their communicator it has like either the swirly or the cross right that's which department you're in yeah, yeah. The, the part yeah so it's like got those like on like the sides yeah like right going down i'm like that's fly that's pretty it's pretty right. nice i'm like ooh, these that's some really nice unis <laughs> and those jackets i was like man those jackets if they sell those in the store, I'm going to pick up one of those because <laughs> those are just tight. We need to put those jackets, like wardrobe needs to put those jackets. They're, they're amazing. Those, those away jackets are everybody on set is, is, is coveting them. Um, and, uh, uh um, uh, everybody, everybody wants one. So we, we've got to get them, you know, out, out there there, but war wardrobe is protecting them, you know, uh, very, uh, uh 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 strictly uh, I mean, uh I would under imagine, lock and key <laughs> i would imagine like it's like once you're done with your scene you take those off right now we're gonna take these and we're gonna go put them up we're gonna you know no one gets access to these except us in the wardrobe department um so in also in in this episode we have a lot of a talk like we we learn a little bit more about um lahan lahan La'an. La'an. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I'm just calling That's her okay. Khan. I've just been calling her Khan. <laughs> uh, and she's a Noonie and Sooners. I'm like, she's Khan. Um, so we learn a little bit more about that um, with, you know, her actually, we now getting to the, yes, she is a descendant of Khan. So I don't, because like, I don't think that's mentioned in either the first or second episode. But in the third episode, it's like, no, we're actually going to be like, no, she's a descendant of Khan. She's related. Um, we get a little bit more on the eugenics war, which it's so weird because I I was talking with uh, one of my one of my friends Oliver. He's been on a couple shows when we do Star Trek. Um, I was talking. I was like, you know what they like? They like Star Trek's not really done anything with the eugenics war. Like they mention it a few times and then just, they just don't do anything with it. And then like in this series, it's like they've mentioned the eugenics war more than any other time. Really, it's like you get a couple mentions in Enterprise. Uh, a couple bits uh, when we first introduced Khan in TOS. Uh, I think Q mentions it once in like Farpoint. I think uh, I the first time we meet Q, <laughs> I think like he says it for like a split second. Um, but yeah, like I, I it's it's going to be interesting because like we definitely have something that is is building. Otherwise, you wouldn't mention the eugenics wars like every episode it seems so it seems like there's something building and i'm really interested in that um what are what's one of the things that you know your key takeaways from this episode uh well uh it's a big i you know 
it's a big piece of Trek lore that we, you know, that, that uh, um, has a lot of meaning to uh, everybody who's followed this uh, uh, series all the way back from Space Seed. Um, and, and uh, you know, then obviously with, with Wrath of Khan. Um, and, uh, and then, so here we have a, a descendant of Khan who, uh, is actually on on the Enterprise uh, on Nunyan Singh, um, and it's it's uh, a stigma that that she has had to uh, live with her her whole whole life, um, and uh, um, just by you know bearing bearing the name, um, and uh, um, uh, the takeaway for 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 this episode is. Um, it both the the character of Laan and getting a little bit more of her backstory and her uh, her history, uh, having uh, been uh, a descendant of Khan and, and a descendant of an, uh, a genetic augment, uh, it it uh, it should show how an institution that is as noble minded as uh, as as the Federation and the Starfleet can uh, can uh, get a, a, a prejudice and a blind spot that's that's regrettable, um, and we can see how that plays out. Uh, we had, so we understand why they got to that place, um, uh, even though it's totally wrong and 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 not right. Uh, but it can like help you say, okay, well, uh, this is you know. This is why this 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 bad thing exists within this good good institution, um, and then you have uh, um, Illyrians who uh, um, are are genetically modified, but are not the same as genetic augments, um, who are getting lumped into the same the same prejudice. And I think that's a universal theme that uh, um, uh, uh, goes just beyond goes beyond our our our, our show um, and. Uh, um, and you know, it's a, it's a way that we could use our show to, to, uh, to, to look at, look at the world, um, and to, and to look at a world where, uh, there is a place that, that has noble intentions and has good things within it that, uh, also has blind spots and, uh, um, uh, um, had, has things that need to be changed, uh, maybe even like the United States. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just saying, um, and uh, um, we so we you know uh, through looking at Starfleet, you can take what you uh, uh, looking at through how that conflict plays through Starfleet and uh, the Federation and our characters. You can take with you can take from what you what you want, um, uh, and if you see reflections of our our world in it, great. Um, and, uh, um, that, you know, uh, uh, we, we, we hope that it, that it provokes interesting discussion and thought. Yeah. Um, just, I just kind of want to build up like what you're saying with the reflection. You can also see a little bit of like the, the way that trying to say this without, you know, major spoilers. Um, but, uh, the way that, um, both, Pike and Una kind of um, when like when Una addresses Pike and Pike kind of tells her like no I'm, like she's like I'm an Illyrian tells him um, we have we have that bit and then when Una confronts Mbenga about his situation 
um i thought that and like both of them play it out so well that i'm just like yeah that you can kind of see like it's like yes like if you're if you're good to people it's like you will reciprocate the good so it's like and we can also see like we it's a good thing i I don't think we have any cold heartless monsters on this crew just yet i don't know don't know you never know like at least in this episode you do see where it's like hey yeah it's you can do something bad uh or something that un- unwittingly you do that could cause dangerous effects for the crew and the ship but there's still like there's still forgiveness in that and as long as you know you do that you know like like you ask for that forgiveness and say that you know we it won't happen again like things can happen like it's not like it they're going to you know, boot you off. Like, they're not gonna put you in an airlock and like shoot you out into space or anything <laughs> like that. So, I, I thought I thought that was really nice. Um, but no, yeah. Also, in Benga, like I'm the of of like there's a there's a couple things in this episode that I was like, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to more stuff. Um, Umbenga, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to, and um, everything with you know the eugenics war and Khan and everything. So I'm like, I'm I'm really happy uh, that we got a little bit more stuff about that. Um, I, I, I am thrilled, uh, that, uh, we, you know, get to tell our first, uh, real Mbanga story in, in, uh, in this episode played by the amazing Babs Lusinokan. Oh, uh, yeah, he, geez. he is, he is incredible. Um, and, uh, I guess I should like, um, we should say, uh, you should probably watch the episode before listening yeah, to this podcast. Yeah, if, if you if you got to hear and are are watching like are then be like, I'm gonna get you know a little bit of stuff before the episode. That's a mistake. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like, watch watch the episode first, um, and then you're gonna get to you know decompress and like uh, learn some more cool stuff by listening to this. Right? That's that's. Yeah. Uh, uh, but there's this is this was uh, this episode. Um, it's it's a it's a it's an Una number one story first and foremost, uh, and Rebecca Romaine. Uh, um, She's killing get, it, by the way. Uh, Good Lord Almighty! Oh, I mean, when when uh, 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 we, we got to talk to the cast at the before we even wrote the episodes, we we kind of folded them in with roughly where we were taking them for season one and. Uh, uh, Rebecca was all in for this ride, um, and uh, um, she she uh, she anchors this whole episode. Um, and it was it was the first time that you know I think we get to tell. It, I mean, she, she she is number one in in several episodes of Discovery, and is amazing. But this is her story. Like this is this is the first real number one story, um, and uh, she's amazing. Um, and uh, we're so uh, lucky to have her have her lead that. Uh, but this is also a major uh, 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 Dr. Ambega story. Um, and for those of you who uh, aren't as familiar with the original series, Dr. Ambega was 
uh, introduced in the original, in, in a, several episodes of the original series on, uh, he is still a, a, a doctor, uh, no longer the, the uh, chief medical officer of the enterprise. It's, it's, uh, in, in original series, it's, uh, a, uh, uh, somebody you might've heard of named, uh, Dr. McCoy. Um, but we see, uh, uh <laughs> but he's introduced in, in the, uh, in the original series. Um, and, uh, that was uh, a character that we wanted to pick up on uh, in the original series. He was played by, I believe, Broderick Bradshaw was the name of the the uh, the actor. Um, and uh, uh, Babs uh, really took took the character and and made it his own. Um, and uh, we, you know, we got to uh, design a, a very cool uh, uh, story for him. Uh, he uh, he's uh, he's he's a real actor's actor brings some real gravitas to, to, to the part. And he's also very funny too. Uh, I will say that. Um, uh, but this is, this is a, a story where he brings, brings some, uh, real, uh, um, real weight, uh, to, uh, to what's happening around us, uh, which we needed for a story, uh, involving, as you pointed out, you know, like naked time, this is a pandemic story also. Um, uh, uh, it, wow. God. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a pandemic episode that like went right over my head. I was just thinking in terms of Star Trek, but no, yeah, you, you pandemic episode. Good job. And but you know, I would say Naked Time is also a pandemic episode yeah. in its its in in its own way. Um, so uh, 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 that was the perfect vehicle to really dig into Doctor Abanga and and. Uh, um, uh, you know, we, uh, um, so not only is this, is this story, you know, a number one story and a Dr. Mabenga story, it's also a story about the two of them together, uh, mm -hmm. as well. Um, and, and we see, uh, a, a relationship form between them, uh, and we get to, see, you'll get to see the, the beginning of some of the dynamics, uh, the crew dynamics, on, on our ship that we that we get to build to uh, over over the rest of the series um, over the rest of part of the season um, and uh, and that's just the beginning but like it, it's 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 an opportunity to say okay this is the kind of the dynamic these two people have and this is why and uh, um, and and you know we keep building on that foundation uh, uh, episode uh, um, as each episode uh, comes out yeah I. It, it was also nice. I mean, like, you do have, you know, some Pike and Spock moments, um, but they're, you know, kind of on, they're, they're doing their own case. They've got their own case to solve. I like how there's two separate things going on at once. Um, also, Green Blood, nice, brought Green Blood back. Green Blood, so that, that was nice. Um, yeah, lots of, there, there was just lots of, you know, different stuff in there, like, um, yeah, again, like we get the con reference with the eugenics wars, we get green blood. It's like, what more could you want, uh, <laughs> in, in an episode? Um, I do, I do like the, the differences in the characters. And I, I also like that all of our characters are getting kind of like their moments. Um, I'm not going to name other shows, uh, where it doesn't feel like you get to know a lot about, you know, your crew just saying <laughs> uh 
sometimes you don't even know their names um but no like it i, I like like three episodes into this one like we're getting at different episodes we we had a pike episode we had uh, an uhura episode we have a una episode we we learn we're learning more about mbenga um who knows maybe a couple episodes or so maybe we'll get a law on episode maybe who knows who knows how the stories go um, <laughs> and so like uh, some hammer stuff like maybe we'll get some stuff with that because like that's a whole like he's a whole character where you're just like what in the well, this is like a whole thing so like it's it's nice that we have you know different stuff like that i i feel like that's kind of what is making this show so good and again only three episodes in i'm i'm really digging this especially this episode this felt like the most star trek episode that i've seen in years like across multiple treks uh, i i will say i have not watched the second season of picard or um the rest of this current season or the the last episode of discovery but like through um through picard discovery lower decks um it, this feels like the most Star Trek episode that we've had. Like it, like was giving me like old school Star Trek vibes, and that's what I'm I'm really appreciating about the show, and I'm I'm really excited to see more and see where all of these characters are going to end up. Uh, thank you. Um, well, I I let me respond to that in two ways. First, I, I thank you very much. We're 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 you know, this this show. Uh, because it is is on the enterprise before uh, uh, the TOS era, um, we very much wanted to uh, evoke uh, um, the spirit of of TOS uh, with a modern sensibility, uh, mm -hmm. with you know, with what we everything that we know about our world today, um, and with modern, you know, uh, um, just. We've gotten better at TV. In TV, we figured out how to shoot things better and more efficiently. And we can, you know, so we you can we, but we can do it in that spirit. Um, I and I I know uh, it's uh, there are many different uh, uh, shows, uh, 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 Trek shows out there right now, um, and it's it's complicated. Uh, it's uh, this I, I'll, I'm going to sound like a company person, but this is I truly believe this. Like um, I. Not every Trek show is going to be for everybody, yeah. but I I so appreciate and love the the Trek shows that are not trying to evoke the original series that are trying to really do something different and find their own thing. Um, and I I think they do it successfully and wonderfully. I I'm a big fan of Discovery. Um, before I worked for Secret Hideout ever, I was a big fan of Discovery. So getting to you know I first started working for Secret Hat on a show called Man Who Fell to Earth, which is also um, out right now. Uh, and then I got invited onto, onto this show. Um, but uh, and back then when I was watching Discovery, um, I, I just, I, I, I think there's there's ways to maintain the spirit, like the, the initial spirit and also find, you know, ways to tell tell new stories. Um, and uh, so I, I, I love the other Trek shows that, 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 that I take, I, I, take to heart the compliment that 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 this feels like like old trek we, we're definitely trying uh uh trying to do that uh, we, also with our own twist uh, but i also don't don't want to feel like i'm saying you know oh those other shows don't you know yeah. I, I i deeply love those other shows um and uh they the people that work on them are so smart and 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 care about trek deeply um and 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 uh um 
it's it's they're they're made with such passion and and and, and love um and uh it, i think there's a place for for both in in, in the world mm -hmm. and i i am delighted that 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 strange new worlds has has gotten so far uh, a really positive response um and that that makes me very happy um uh and very proud uh, but i i would never want it to come at the expense of the other shows I think that we exist on, on like on their shoulders, like we're standing on their shoulders. Like they, they, you know, we wouldn't, there would be no strange new worlds were it not for discovery. Yeah. Oh no. Like, and I'm, I'm going to backpedal a lot. Here, guys. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to so, say that you were doing that. No, it's I mean, just like, when, when you were explaining, I was thinking over what I said. I was like, Oh yeah, I think I just like shat all over those. Like, I <laughs> did was not my intention at all. I was just like the way in my mind that it was playing out was like, old school trek like classic trek not like new trek classic trek where like that's kind of where my mind was going so but no yeah i like i think lower decks may be one of my favorite star trek entities just because it's, it's so ridiculous and it's I love so good it. um but no yeah like discovery is great i mean like, especially like we hadn't had a star trek and what what when was enterprise done like it was two thousand and three ish. Yeah, think. it was like almost fifteen years. Twenty years ago. Twenty years. Yeah, between Star Trek. So it's like, yeah, no, like we're not getting. I mean, Star Trek. Like for like, I thought Star Trek was dead. Like, and then, you know, <laughs> we had, like the JJ movies and everything it was like maybe Star Trek's alive. Maybe Star Trek's alive a little bit, you know. And then Discovery comes out, and you're like, okay, Star Trek, Star Trek back. And then Picard comes out, and you're like, yeah, Star Trek's still back. And then you get lower decks and then you get strange new worlds so yeah it's like i the, the weirdest thing is like we've got like four different trek shows going on at once and maybe a fifth one who knows and like that's never a thing like it's one of those like you had tos you waited a while you had you had next gen and then you had a little bit of ds9 crossover and then you had DS9, and you had a little bit of Voyager at the same time, and then, <laughs> and then Enterprise was yeah. by itself. But now it's like now you have four different Star Treks. Have fun, yep. kids! And it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like mind-boggling. Like never, never in my years would I think that we would have four Star Trek shows and four Star Wars shows that aren't movies all playing at like the same time. It's it's a crazy world we live in now. <laughs> uh, we're, I mean. I think I, 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 as a fan, I feel lucky. Um, oh, yeah. and, and, uh, as a fan who also gets to work on the show, like it, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, we do have, we are kind of running a little bit short on time, but I just wanted to say, uh, a couple things. So first off, Bill, again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I love it. Whenever you come on, you're, uh, insightful and, and you wear a tie. So, and you're wearing a tie too again yeah, i noticed that <laughs> the only time i wear ties is when bill comes on the show yeah. that's the only time i feel like you're not getting the full extent of oh, my tie oh yeah what? it's so these are not these are not stripes these are warp trails, the warp trails? they're warp they're warp, warp trail stripes which i think should be an official you know uh tie pattern warp trail right, tie yeah. pattern right yeah to go with like houndstooth and like you know uh uh herringbone get a warp trail <laughs> uh if, if you could somehow, hey, <laughs> if you could somehow make like the like the knot part like depending on what your uh 
like if you're double or single windsoring it like if you could have like some sort of like logo right there like the insane <laughs> that would be pretty dope i'll have um, to work on that <laughs> one day one day it'll happen um and uh the next like I, I, is, is kind of a question like what's it like getting to write on star trek because i mean like we had you on like the first time i think we met was like for kipo and uh and that was fun and then we've had you on for some other star trekky stuff because you're a fan but what's it like writing for star trek um it's uh, it's a it's a big responsibility um and in writing this episode it, 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 a dream a dream but also a big responsibility i take it very very seriously i remember uh when we were first going to draft on this episode and i started to type the words S, the, the letters S P O C K in a character. Uh, and, and I realized, oh my God, I'm actually writing a piece of dialogue for Spock. Uh, and it has to be as good as any dialogue that he's had over, you know, over these many years. Over what, um, like what, 50 yes, years yes. of Spock? That's, that's a big responsibility. I take, I take it extremely, extremely seriously. Um, and, uh, um, and it's a dream. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I, I, uh, uh, um, I'm so grateful for, uh, the universe that has been, uh, set by so many amazing, amazing artists, uh, and writers, uh, before me, uh, on all the shows, original series, next generation, deep space nine, Voyager discovery and lower decks, even, um, uh, uh, I, I, grateful for all uh, everybody who's set unique tones uh and uh unique worlds um and am so mindful of that coming coming into this but it, and it's it's the coolest thing in the world um it, it's 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 blowing my mind i i also uh i i got to write for a show called star wars rebels um mm -hmm. uh, which is an animated uh uh show set in uh the uh about 10 or 15 years before uh a new hope. And, uh, when I, I remember when I was writing that first episode and I, I was writing a tie fighter fight, it was like blowing my mind. And I felt the same level of, you know, responsibility, like, okay, I'm writing a tie fighter fight. This is better. Not this. It's gotta be like different than any other tie fighter, right. That's ever been fight. That's ever been done. And, uh, it better be tied to emotion in some way. So I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm not a stranger to the anxiety that goes with carrying the weight of a, of a big, <laughs> of a big franchise. <laughs> um, uh, and I feel very lucky and, and, you know, want to, uh, do a show that would make, if I weren't writing on it, would make me happy. Um, and, uh, hopefully, hopefully we've done that. Nice. Um, I will say, if you ever want to make TIE Fighters uh, interesting, barrel rolls or aerials, like, they never do that. It's always straight. It's always straight and turn. They never, they, they, they bank, but they never loop-de-loop. -loop. It's like, make one do a loop-de-loop. -loop. Everybody be like, wow. You know, <laughs> that's a maneuver that's a little bit better than drifting lazily to the left. I'm just saying. Um, but Bill, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, sorry. My stupid brain. It doesn't work very well. Um, but uh, I, I last thing I said, I, I want to say, um, I watched the episode again last night um, just for prep. And I thought it the first time, but then I saw it again the second time. When you have uh, Ensign Lance, uh, when he gets uh, infected the first time, um, I totally, I thought that was Timothy Chalamet. Like, I thought you guys got Timothy Chalamet on. Like, I was like, did they get, did they get Timothy Chalamet? 
like i was like i was very confused it's uh this. daniel gravel i apologize if i yes. if i said very young actor Dan, daniel gravel no gravel, i think that's yeah. right like but no like i thought i was like timothy shot like i was like in my head i was like how how in the world is timothy chalamet like a big star trek fan because like if that's a thing like i'm like yeah put him in more stuff have instant lance and things well I'll, I'll tell you you're not the first person that said that to me when we were <laughs> casting that part um it was a COVID situation so i would be sent the tapes no, nothing was in, in, in person uh and uh um, our, our showrunners uh had the final say but they would uh uh, as episode writers, uh, Henry and Akiva let Akale and I, you know, have a big hand in producing uh, the episode. So we got to see all the uh, audition tapes. And uh, um, my wife is, 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 has just great instincts. Uh, she's all, also as a writer. Um, and I was watching the tapes with her and she says, oh, you got to cast uh, young Timothy Chalamet. Um, so, <laughs> so he was right. I'm just gonna say she was right. <laughs> Like the fact that I had the double take, like last night I was like, I was, I was having a little bit of a sip of something. I was like, just, I, it's not Timothy, I know it's not Timothy Chalamet, but could be. Yeah, they need a stand in for Dune, like called Daniel. Um, but no, Bill, uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I do appreciate it. Um, where can uh, people find you social media wise and, and maybe some of the stuff that you got coming out? Uh, you can, uh, find me, at flying underscore lobster at, at, on Twitter. Uh, that's my, uh, my Twitter handle or bill wears ties on, on, uh, um, on the Instagram. Uh, and, um, uh, we've got, you know, uh, episode, uh, three of strange new worlds should be coming out either today or it's, or it's just come out called, uh, Ghosts of Illyria, um, and I'm I'm also one of the uh, season one writers on Man Who Fell to Earth on on uh, Showtime. So uh, definitely check out that show. It is also awesome, and I could talk for a long time about that. Um, and it, that is uh, coming out week to week uh, right now, also as we speak. Uh, so that that's those are the big things. Nice, um, and you know, Kipo. Kipo's and Kipo. Still Kipo's still out on Netflix. Go check it out. The Emmy Award winning series, Kipo. Emmy Award nominated. But thank you. <laughs> I'm an Emmy loser. Uh, Emmy, proudly. Emmy loser Bill Wolkoff. <laughs> hey, we still got time for Strange New Worlds. Like, if, 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 Dose, if Dose of Valeria gets nominated, I, you got a really good shot. I mean, what are you going up against? Ted Lasso? You'll win. Uh, but uh, Bill, uh, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Paramount, for letting us check out uh, the first few episodes of Strange New Worlds. Um, definitely check out Star Trek Strange New Worlds on Paramount+. Plus. Thursdays, I, I, was, I was thinking of the time. I was like, when does it usually drop? Like, I think it drops. It's like, it's, it's like midnight it's, uh, two, on the West Coast. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. On the East Coast, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's so, two a.m. Yeah, in Oklahoma, it's two a.m. So that's usually that's when it drops here. So uh, uh, I'm usually up because, <laughs> um, yeah. So check it out. Um, you check it out there. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L Kane. Find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcast. All of our episodes available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, Audible. Check out our video content on YouTube and on our website animationstationpodcast.com. Uh, thanks to one out of 10 for the intro and outro for this episode. Check them out on Spotify. That's one out of 10. 
And yeah, Bill, thanks thanks so much for coming on. It's it's always a pleasure to talk with you. And it's it gives me an excuse to dust off the ties. <laughs> uh, uh, Josh, I hope to come on and talk to you more, uh, you know, uh, about Strange New Worlds and other stuff. Uh, I love coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, uh, no problem. So for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. And I'm Bill Wolkoff. Bye, everybody. Bye. Show.